it might it might be definitely possible that you're in your honeymoon phase now like everything <laughs> is awesome and I was like yeah right everything definitely is awesome and this is not only a honeymoon phase because this will endure for a very long time this is episode three of the trailblazers podcast we are Charlotte and Matthijs two passionate purpose-driven entrepreneurs Each week, we interview an inspiring purpose-driven entrepreneur or leader. We dive deep into the highs and lows of their journey and share the most valuable lessons with you in this podcast. Hi, Charlotte. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm fine. (laughs) Uh, Looking uh, looking forward to um, to this new episode of our podcast. Yes, Um, Because, of course, in this one, we don't have a guest. (laughs) We are going to uh, interview you. Yay! Woo-hoo. Of course, we know each other now for, I think, almost two years. Yeah. I think a lot has happened uh, in these, uh, these two years um, uh, in both our journeys. Yes. Um, but I think for people listening who don't know you, um, it's good to have a little bit of an introduction uh, about who you are and like what you do. So... Um, can you, can you tell us a bit uh, about who you are? Yes. Uh, well, my name is Charlotte van Alande. Uh, I live at the moment in Amsterdam with my boyfriend. Um, um, at this moment, I'm uh, building my own furniture label, a sustainable label. Um, I'm 33 years old. Um, and do, do you want me to deep dive, deep, deep dive already into the um, label or just... Whatever you want to share, um, but um, I think it's um, um, it's interesting to know for people like what what you do as an entrepreneur. Yes, of course. So um, uh, I'm building my um, sustainable furniture label. It's called A Lot of Space, and um, we just launched our very first product, which is a, a modular furniture system. Um, and um, uh, our target audience are the the flexible city dwellers. Um, and the reason why we designed this modular furniture system is uh, because uh, we as flexible city dwellers uh, tend to move around quite a lot. Uh, and unfortunately, our furniture doesn't always come along with us um, because it doesn't fit in our next apartment. It doesn't uh, fit in our next step in life or the material is way too bad. So uh, a next movement would definitely not going to work out. Um so I thought it's really time for a, for a game changer. Um, and that's why we came up with a modular furniture system, which is able to grow and transform with the user's needs. Um, so for example, when you're a student, you can just start with one simple module um, and then you can uh, add as many other modules as you want to, uh, to uh, enlarge the sofa. Um, and it's, it's also, uh, for example, it's also possible in the future, not yet, but to, um, uh, to rent the furniture. Um, we really want to go into a sofa, a sofa as a service. Mm-hmm. So, for example, when you know uh, in about a year I'm going abroad, I'm going to travel, uh, and then I really don't need a sofa, um, then it's possible to rent a sofa just for a year and then we'll take it back um, we refurbish it, we clean it, and um, 
the sofa is going to be back in our system again to be able to uh, be reused by one of our new customers. Uh, yeah, and in that case, we don't uh, waste any material, um, which is obviously good for our planet mm. and, uh, and the sustainability we're working on. So, um, yes, so the sofa is actually designed uh, to fit in the circular economy. Uh, mm. Yeah. And for people listening who don't know a lot about the circular economy and what it means for a sofa to fit in the circular economy, can you explain a little bit about, like, how it works, like how, how does the circular economy work and how do you develop a sofa that fits into the circular economy? Yeah, well, that's a very good question um, because uh, it's, it's actually, it's quite hard and the circular economy is um, um, like the Ellen MacArthur Foundation, Ellen MacArthur Foundation is working uh, for quite some time already on this topic, but still it's, um, in my opinion, quite new because um, uh to be able to, okay, so the circular economy, to create a circular design means that you are um, taking a material, you create something out of it, and then at the end of life, you make sure that you can reuse all the materials again and that you don't create any waste. So um, the old economy was based on um, take, make, um, uh, uh, dispose, waste, yeah. waste things. Mm-hmm. Um and now we really want to go uh, to a worse economy where you design something, you use it, and you make sure that all the materials are be able to reuse. Um, and then within a circular economy, there are two ways. You've got the bio um, side of it. So um, uh, this means that you use only nat- uh, natural materials. So mm-hmm. everything you're creating, uh, you can it, um, it can... Um, you can actually give it back to nature uh, yeah, without, without doing any harm. Yeah. yeah, without doing any harm. So you really can't use any chemicals or whatsoever, which is not natural. Um, and then you also have the, the other side of the circular economy, which is the um, technical manufacturing part. And mm-hmm. um, in that circular economy, you really make sure that all the materials you use are able to be uh, reused again so you don't make uh, so you don't create any waste and what's also very important is that you don't use any um, uh, uh, harmful harmful uh, chemicals or mm. stuff like that um, well what I found out is that it's a, a hell of a challenge to design mm-hmm. something uh, fully circular so um, we're also not there yet the, the, I can't say that the sofa is 100% circular um, I also think that a products that are hundreds, uh, which are claimed to be hundred percent circular, um, I think it's rare, and um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I don't think it's always uh, possible. But it's definitely the we, we we strive to get better and better. But at some point, it's it's just not possible yet to 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 find the right materials. Um, so our uh, design, our furniture is actually designed um, in a modular way so that mm-hmm. we can, um, um, uh, how do you say that, uh, exchange materials uh, for the better. So when, for, ex- uh, for example, um, foam is quite a challenge in the manufacturing, in the furniture part, um, and finding a other material than PU foam is quite, um, it doesn't exist yet. But I know that there are bio-based foams um, uh, being made or t- and tested. 
but what people say is that it's that it's going to take like three or four years to develop uh, before we can use those kind of things. Um, so for now, we are using a recycled foam. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's already used, uh, but we really want to make sure that we use as less um, virgin materials. Um, so that's... Um, and, and in that case, for every time we try to, to upgrade to, to get even better and to get even more sustainable. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, for now, I'm really, really proud of where we are. Because, for example, the, the um, fabric we use is um, made out of uh, um, uh, 89% of uh, 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 recycled material. Mm-hmm. Um, and this fabric, you can, you can wash it at home. So when uh, you, you're, hey, you spill something on your sofa, mm. you can just throw it in the wash and um, uh, it will be clean. And in that case, you don't have to take away the whole sofa to, to have it cleaned or you don't have to sit on this um, <laughs> spot yeah. for the next three years. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. So yeah. if I understand correctly, so what you do is you look at the, the, like the, the process and you look at like what's available right now and you try to make the best choice right now because, of course, you want to go to market with your sofa. Yeah. Like in the now, not three or four years from now. Yeah. But because it's a modular system, you are able that when, for example, in three years, uh, a better material uh, is available, you can change it. And um, uh, people who really want it like, could say, okay, um, I would like to upgrade my sofa to uh, like the more circular version. Yeah. So it yeah. goes with them also in the way of circularity and sustainability. Yeah. sustainability. yeah. Yes, and in, in that case, like all materials we take back, so... We created a circular system for ourselves. So uh, like all the materials we take back or all the modules we get back from customers, um, we make sure that every material uh, is being reused by ourselves or will be recycled uh, uh, by one of our partners. Um, And we definitely selected all the materials to be able to recycle at least. You really want to make sure that you, that's that's like your final, final zone. you really want to do that uh, as less as possible because it takes a lot of energy. Um, but at, at least it's, it's way better, of course, than burning your material. That's that's something you, mm. you don't want it. So <laughs> that's what we eliminated. That's what we're not going to do. So um, our final stage is uh, recycling. Um, yeah, so that we don't make any uh, waste. Yeah, beautiful. Hey, and if you take us... Um... Back to the beginning of your journey as an entrepreneur, can you share with us like when it all started and like how what the journey looked like? So like what have been the the challenges? What have been the the moments that are still with you? And how have you as a as an entrepreneur and as a person how have you grown through your journey? Yeah, that's a beautiful question. Um... Because uh, I, I definitely remember the first day when I, when I started this and I was reading a book and it said, um, well, probably at this moment you're starting your um, entrepreneurship journey and your startup. And um, it, might, it might be definitely possible that you're in your honeymoon phase now, like everything <laughs> is awesome. And I was like, yeah, right. Everything definitely is awesome. And this is not only a honeymoon phase because this will endure for a very long time. This will be the rest of my life. <laughs> yes, this is it. I'm, I'm finally doing something which I um, care about a lot and which I love. 
Um, universe is with me. Everything the un- is yeah, yeah. going like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> beautiful. Like, this is it. Um, but I, there was also this voice in my head which said, okay, Charlotte, um, you might want to be a little realistic here. Just take it. You don't have to believe it yet, but just take it, observe it, and put it in some of your uh, mental drawers. <laughs> so... Um, that's uh, that's what I did, and now I understand the guy uh, a little better, <laughs> because uh, the ups and downs are, are real, and that's also very healthy, of course. I learned a lot uh, through this journey, and um, um, yeah, like I lo- learned a lot about new materials, about um, uh, creating a sofa um, uh, together with 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 other uh, with help from others, and um, but especially um, I learned a lot about myself. Uh, because um, yeah, there are quite some personal challenges you're um, facing um, because at some point you're so sure about what you're going to do and your vision is just crystal clear and then at the other points it's, it's, it's misty, it's foggy, it's raining, it's storming it, um, your vision is way out of line and you, you're not really sure if it's going to work whatever you're thinking of um, so um, actually what I did in the beginning is I knew my, um, uh, how do you say that, um, my, my ways of thinking and my traps. Mm-hmm. So um, I started um, uh, to work with Ines, you know her mm-hmm. as well. And Ines is a, uh, is a coach and um, uh, she helped me to understand how our brain works because I mm-hmm. really wanted to understand how, why do I think uh, certain things and, and how is it possible that I know my traps but still sometimes <laughs> <clears throat> uh, uh, keep walking in it yeah yeah like how your brain is wired and how it keeps you making those uh, same uh, those sta- same mistakes although yeah. you know like it's yeah. a mistake but it, you keep yeah yeah mistakes or or ways of thinking um, so that was really helpful because in that case um uh like um let me see if i can translate this in english uh, as well <laughs> otherwise you'll help me um but um um like the the thing i which helped me a lot today is that um um our emotions are not always true it's those are like chemical reactions from our brain mm-hmm. um you might have to explain this a little deeper for the listeners mm-hmm. because it's super interesting and very helpful because by knowing that um, by a chemical reaction, my emotion, um, I can look through to this very um, rational to say, okay, is it, do I feel really sad or is this just a chemical mm. reaction which may, gives me this feeling, but I might not be really sad when I just overlook or overthink what I think makes me sad, then um, it might not be that bad. Um, and that helped me very much to just keep on going. And also when I sometimes really had no fucking clue what I was doing, mm-hmm. I kept on going because it's, it's okay not knowing what, what you're doing as, as long as you know where you're heading. That's the most important thing. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, make sure you have that crystal clear. Yeah, and I think about uh, what you just mentioned about uh, the emotions and what they come from. The fact that it's a chemical reaction in your brain um, is part of it. 
I think uh, because, of course, we've both worked with Ines and uh, I think we both agree that she's like a, a brain genius. Yep. <laughs> um, but I think part of it is also um, your, your emotions are, of course, connected to your thoughts uh, and um, they together are connected to your behavior. Um, and with thoughts, of course, it's like your mind produces thoughts all the time, but you are not your mind. You are not the thoughts it produces. Yeah. So like it, it's easier to disconnect from the from the from the thoughts and from the emotions that are triggered by the thoughts when you realize that you are not the thoughts. You are yeah. not just like you're not the mind. You are something deeper. Yeah, um, yeah I, I completely understand how that helps you like during the journey of building your business uh, when things happen and you like you sometimes maybe feel overwhelmed or yeah. a certain feelings or emotions uh, pop up. That when you when you can understand them, it's much more easy to to handle them and know like when it's time to listen to your emotions and feelings. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because of course there are times when you have to listen to your emotions oh, and your yes, feelings, of not course. ignore them. Yeah, but there I are know. times where yeah. you know like they are they they come from something uh, from maybe a thought that isn't uh, that isn't helping you, that isn't correct. Yeah. Um, and then of course you can go on and uh, yeah. the the feelings will. Uh, will disappear by themselves yeah uh, but I think it's it's crucial to understand the, di the, difference, the difference so that you know when to listen and yeah. when not to listen yeah. yeah and and most of the time when not to listen it are the moments when you're doing some something which you've never done before because our, our brain is wired and all those mm. wires have, have a, a certain it's data it has meaning and when there's no wire, like um, there's no path, so you can't go there. And that's what your brain is telling you. You've never done this before. You don't know how to do it. We, my, I, as a brain, I don't know how to do it. So stop it. Wee, wee, wee. And it's, it's also part of your, there's a part of your brain, of course, that uh, is um, like built to keep you safe. And yes. doing yeah. something you've never done before, like venturing into the unknown, that, yeah. of course, your brain perceives that as not being safe. Yeah. So that's when your brain like um, fires up all the things that will like yeah. try to keep Distract you from doing you, yeah. something that can yeah. be potentially dangerous. Yeah. So yeah. it's also like hacking your brain a little bit by yeah. um, not getting it into the into its flight or fight mode where yeah. it thinks like it's in danger, but when it yeah. perceives it as just okay, like we are uh, having fun, we are playing, like then your brain is much more relaxed and easy and uh, yeah, yeah, uh, like. It, it yeah. doesn't overwhelm you in a bit. But yeah, I think exactly. it's a crucial part, like what you've just been uh, sharing. I think it's a, cu a crucial part for a lot of um, uh, starting entrepreneurs who are new in the whole journey and like uh, are in the roller coaster and are like, okay, what the fuck is happening here? <laughs> yeah. It's crucial to understand like what is yeah. happening and uh, how you can uh, navigate it well. Yeah. So uh, thanks for sharing. Welcome. <laughs> You mentioned um, that what really helped you is that you have very clear direction on those yeah. moments. Yeah. Um, like, can you tell a bit more about how having a clear direction has helped you and what the clear direction for you has been or what it still is? Yeah, well, um, um, having a cl clear direction. Um, so when I started, I just had this vague idea. I just uh, wanted to create a modular furniture system which was able to grow with uh, the user um, because me, myself as a student, I, uh, I moved like six to eight times and then 
most of the time my furniture was such of such a bad quality it wasn't able you couldn't take it uh, apart and then build it up again Mm-hmm. So that was so. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that that was not. Uh, so that gave me the idea. Okay, there needs to be something uh, which is more uh, sustainable. Um, but how I was going to design a sofa and how I was going to to create a a, a fi- financial module within the circular economy, which I was just teaching myself about because circular economy, I I didn't. There was not not a class at school. I just um, teach myself everything by reading shit online. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, in the beginning, it was quite, um, it was like uh, being a little lost in the woods and not walking with a map and know that my feet w- could, were able to bring me somewhere. But um, I, I, I couldn't very clearly see the, uh, the, the vision yet. Um, <clears throat> so... Um, uh, yeah, so so how do you create a kind of vision like this? Um, uh, yeah, let me think how I <clears throat> the steps I made. Um, yeah, well, w- what helped me a lot is um, uh, you really need when when your vision isn't clear yet, you you really need uh, some kind of structure. Um, I use design thinking as a methodology to help me to to um, to get my information, to do my research, and um, the double diamond um, um, diagram helped me actually to 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 get all, to gather all the information and to uh, narrow it down to the uh, to to get some main focuses. Mm-hmm. And actually, design thinking and all the tools they used helped me to get uh, a more clear idea of what my fake concept was about. And by reading more, talking to experts, um, and especially talking to uh, my uh, intended customer, um, that that gave me it gave me at the end the uh, the, the vision I'm having now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, wasn't that easy journey. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think um, um, for most entrepreneurs, they. Um, uh, they step into a in, into a journey like this, and uh, like the. But I think that's also the the beautiful thing, right? Like, oh yes, it's a roller coaster, and you get into all kinds of crazy stuff. But that's where you grow uh, the yeah. most, and where you learn mm-hmm. the most about yourself, yeah. uh, and where you become a better entrepreneur. Yeah, yeah. Um, We've been talking about like the the direction you're heading, and the, like the, the the bigger vision. Yeah. What would you say is the the deeper purpose that's behind all you're doing? Um, so wh- why are you doing? This? Why why do you believe this is important? That somebody in this case you yeah. are doing this and are like bringing this value to the world. Well, I I think it's very important um, to um, to leave the world uh, as a better place and. Um, saying this um like everybody you you read it everywhere nowadays mm-hmm. which is also at some point a little weird and it feels a little fake but this really was this really was for me the um it was really the feeling i already had like six years ago mm-hmm. um uh because by understanding that our world really has um uh an ending in a way that we really can't take all the materials and just burn it. That's mm-hmm. that's 
by understanding like um people um back in the years we thought the earth was flat and mm-hmm. that was quite funny understanding uh, that it was uh, very it round is, yeah. and then um the the way uh, the lack of thinking of our time was that we really thought that we had um endless supplies endless yeah. supplies which is also not really the case so um yeah for me it's very important to create something um which uh helps to make the world uh, a more sustainable and better place um and to be able to do so we really need to do a lot that's also the challenge of the circular economy because you can't be circular by yourself you need your um how do you say it in English? Caton partners. <laughs> <laughs> well, you need you need to have the partners yeah. in the in the whole chain in the yeah. uh, in, in the chain involved that you have yeah. to collaborate with them. Yeah, definitely. Um, because so the, old, yeah. the old model of competition um, is, is not really working if you're in uh, the circular economy. Uh, if you want to want to build a real circular business. No, you really need to do it together and. Um, I really think and believe that in terms of circularity, like um, we all need circular materials. Um, and I strongly believe that uh, with our um, um, identity, we're as a brand, uh, we're going to make a difference. Um, my furniture label will be different from another person's uh, furniture label uh, by the designs we have and mm-hmm. by the, uh, the culture we're um, creating. Um, but we really need to help each other to get to use the best uh, circular materials we have. Um, Because when uh, a lot of companies um, using the same new circular materials, materials get um, cheaper, which make the sustainable furniture cheaper, but because that's now also a challenge, most of the time sustainable furniture is quite expensive. That's because Mm -hmm. the the materials we use are quite expensive. but I really believe that that's something that will change in the future when we collaborate in a better way. What I'm very curious to find out, I know you as somebody who really is very genuine about uh, what she's doing and, and your purpose and uh, what you just said. said yeah. like, um, lots of companies and lots of people are saying they are doing things um, to change the world for the better. Yeah. And just like you with some people but especially with some bigger companies i'm like yeah yeah i'm not sure i'm not sure if you really are doing this to make the world better or that, or that you're just like greenwashing that yeah. you're using this to yeah. sell more products um uh, uh yeah. with you like there's no doubt that i know that what, what you're doing comes from your heart and you're really doing this to make the world a better place and with a like real sense of purpose yeah but how do you look at the, the like let's say the bigger mainstream companies maybe without yeah. naming them mm-hmm. who have been like doing quite some bad stuff to the world for a quite quite a long time and yeah. are now also claiming the space of sustainable circular yeah. uh, development yeah, I, I like. I, I really believe that everybody needs of deserves um, this transformation because mm-hmm. at at the end everybody needs to be on board to really um, make this shift towards uh, towards a better world. Uh, so everybody really needs this uh, chance. Um, but um, what I think is very important for this is uh, transparency. Like companies mm-hmm. need to be really transparent about the materials they use, about the supply chain, about how. 
everything. Um, uh, so, for example, lifecycle assessment uh, are tools which can be used to um, to to create this blueprint of a of, mm-hmm. of a product. And uh, the lifecycle assessment can say this is uh, good or bad, or you need to improve on this. Well, it's, it can say a lot of more mm-hmm. things, but um, I think it's really important um, that com- com- companies are um, uh, creating these lifecycle assessments, or that they are creating transparency about materials they use, how they produce it, uh, etc. Um, and for me myself, I'm really uh, working. I really want to work towards creating material passports to mm-hmm. show uh, what kind of so the customer can see for themselves what materials are in the sofa, but also how many uh, times the sofa is being reused already. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I hear people, th- what reusing a sofa? <laughs> That's fucking disgusting. Yes, but like for the frame, a frame you can clean it really well, and it's that's definitely not disgusting and um um like the the fabrics we use you can wash them of course to a um at, at some point they're really mm. damaged and, and broken down but um so what i'm trying to say is with with these um, material passports we can create um real transparency and we're able to show real numbers of how we're doing and um, I think the most important thing is to show where at this moment, and that doesn't have to be perfect, but show where you are and show how you're working towards to get better. So how are you proving? What are your goals for this year to improve? What are your goals for next year to improve? Um, I really think we need to be um, really open and friendly towards every mm-hmm. company who's doing this because we all need this um, shifting towards um, in becoming better and that's definitely not something which comes easy yeah, not sure. at all yeah i think that's a like a very beautiful way of looking at it also because of course we need the big companies and the, like the power they have yeah. uh, to to help in the whole transition uh, yeah. because if only uh, if for now only small companies would be doing this but like the, the yeah. big mainstream uh, businesses would keep doing the same stuff uh, they 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 have been doing for years. Yeah. Then, like the impact um, is like too small, and of course, yeah. like with everything that's going on with our planet, we don't have like all the time of the world. Like no. Uh, no. things need to move fast. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think we really need to have the, the the bigger and mainstream companies involved as well, and I think it's for the um, um, for the people looking into like buying a new sofa. Uh, and they want to to compare different solutions. I think it's also just a matter of like really thinking about what you're doing and trying to see a bit deeper than uh, what's on the outside. So yeah. what you've just shared, like like is the company really sharing what this sofa is made of? Yeah. Um, or are, are just they just calling it a circular or a sustainable yeah. sofa, or dozen, are they sharing like the, the whole story? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you um, uh, would look from uh, where you are now with a lot of space yeah. um, and you would look into the future, where do you see it heading for the future? So where do you see a lot of space, let's say, five years from now? I see a lot of space um, 
being grown bigger <laughs> uh, in a sustainable way, of course. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and um, I definitely see that our product portfolio uh, has grown. Um, and especially with uh, bio-based furniture, that's uh, something uh, I think is the is also it's also very very beautiful to create um, bio-based uh, furniture. So that's uh, something I'm uh, I'm working on. Um, but uh, yeah, about in about five years, we're a furniture label with also with a. Um, a nice community and culture because it's not only about furniture it's also about uh the way of how we live the way of how how we're feeling um because for example on the sofa um uh you're not only sitting on it but you're also having conversations on it and um it's a when when you get back home it's a space where you relax and um talk with your partner or your friends or um I really want a lot of space to become a, a brand um, which gives a, a, a total package, not only furniture, but also uh, helps people in uh, creating uh, their new way ways of living. Mm. Um, and that's still a little uh, fake, but that's a good sign <laughs> because um, that means that, that there's something growing uh, which needs a little more clarity. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's definitely something... Um, uh, which which will put me in the woods back again with my legs and mm. uh, and a ma- and a map to find out how to get there. Um, and you can get lost again. Yes. And then find your way again. Yeah, yes. That's like the beautiful thing. Yeah. Course. Yeah. Like, now I've done it once, so I, I'm sure um, uh, a second time will. Uh, I like my backpack is uh, full of experiences now, so mm. uh, the second time will be uh, better. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe like better. Like. I don't know if you can look at this as like a better or worse or whatever, but it's just a new experience. And of course yeah. you have more tools like you, you, but maybe also the challenge you're, um, uh, you're on might yeah. be bigger than the first time. Like, of yeah. course it's, it's all. Yeah. yeah, I, even also in, meant, yeah. I meant the, better in, in experience, not be, not actually in the better results, but better in uh, like facing the challenges mm. and gaining more in knowledge. Uh, yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. yeah nice. 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 Looking forward to it. Um, I uh, I imagine yeah. that since we um, we are having quite a lot of uh, chats, um, yeah. I um, I'm in the in the front row to see you get lost in the woods again and uh, <laughs> yeah. f- f- find your way again. So um, sure. yeah, looking forward to it. Yes. Um, we are heading to the end of this um, this interview. Yes. Um, one last question, and I yeah. think you uh, you know the one coming up uh, because we've used it with um, with the guests we've had before um, as well. Yeah. Um, imagine you would be um, at the end of your life. Yeah. Hopefully, a long, long, long time uh, from now. Yeah. Um, and you you are looking looking back at everything you've you've learned and gathered and done through your life as an entrepreneur in building a lot of space, but also just as a human being. Mm-hmm. Like, what would be the thing you would want to leave behind? The message you would want to leave behind? Um, that's a very good question. It's always very easy to ask this question to another person. Mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> and now answering it. Um, well, um, for myself uh, and actually also for other people, um, make sure that you don't only visit this world. Um, yeah. And, and by that, I mean, um, don't let life um, 
do, but you can literally create anything you wish for. Uh, and it definitely doesn't come along uh, easy, but um, I, I think um, the most important thing for me uh, at my best bet is that I'm, that I'm proud of everything I did. And mm. um, also I'm, that I'm proud of everything I did um, and uh, which, with, uh, what di didn't turn out well. Because mm -hmm. I think that's better than wishing, uh, of, than, that's better than the thoughts of having shit. What if I did this? Mm. What what would have happened then? So um, yeah, definitely. I really don't only want to visit the world, but uh, definitely make uh, of how do you say this? Give my um, uh, yeah. You want to play your part friends. in creating yeah. it, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. because of course we are, like we are part of the whole universe we are part of the world yeah. um and um i think it's very beautiful what you've just said that um like when you're not a visitor but but you are here you are here to do something yeah and yeah. really do it like engage yeah. with the world around you and try to make it a better place i think yeah. that's a beautiful message to uh, to share with people thank you Thanks. Oh, thank you, Matthijs. Thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs> um, for the end, like people yeah. who are interested um, about learning more about a lot of space, uh, more about you, like yeah. where, where can they go? Where can they find you? Uh, well, they can find me on uh, LinkedIn, on Instagram, uh, and on, via our website, which is www.alotofspace.nl. Uh, and lot is with double T. Mm, I think a that's a good one to, uh, yeah. to mention. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> thank yes. you. Uh, thank you so much. Thank you uh, too. It was awesome to have you as a guest this time. Um, <laughs> and looking forward to the next time. Yes, me too. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Trailblazers podcast. Don't forget to give a thumbs up, to follow us and to tune in next week for a brand new episode.